This is Bigger Pockets Daily, and this Tuesday, like every other single day, I'm going to read you an article to make you a better real estate investor. The article comes from biggerpockets.com blog, but you're busy, so we give you the information in audio form too. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app slash landlord. I used to think working from home was the dream, until it wasn't. Between the distractions and the solitude, I was struggling. But then I discovered Industrious Office, and honestly, it's been a game changer. Every day at Industrious feels like stepping into a zone of productivity. The high-speed internet never fails me during crucial moments, and the workspace? It's not only stylish, but designed to boost your focus and creativity. Plus, the daily breakfast and endless coffees are super cool. Meeting other driven professionals right where I work has not just expanded my network, it's inspired me. It's amazing how being around other focused people can push you to achieve more, you know what I mean? If you're looking for a sign to change your workspace, this is it. Check out Industrious by visiting biggerpockets.com industrious. Then click join now and use the promo code pockets to get a free week of co-working when you take a tour. That's biggerpockets.com industrious and use promo code pockets after clicking join now. Experience for yourself how the right environment can change the way you work. Industrious, it's where your best work happens. Are high tax rates forcing Americans to move? What does that mean for investors? By G. Brian Davis. Do Americans really vote with their feet, leaving high-tax states in favor of low-tax states? While most people don't often move, and many never leave their home state, we can look at trends and patterns among those who do move across state lines. I'm not interested in the politics of it. I'm interested in the actual migration numbers compared to tax rates. Set aside your politics for the next five minutes, please. And let's focus on the raw population numbers. After all, Population change is the foundation of demand for real estate, so by understanding where people are moving, we can understand where real estate markets will boom over the next few years. 
Measuring State Tax Burden First and foremost, how do we compare taxes between states? Some states charge high income taxes but no sales tax and vice versa. Others go heavy on property taxes but light on sales and income taxes. Fortunately, WalletHub already does the heavy lifting of combining state taxes into one total state tax burden number. It includes the typical percentage of income that residents pay towards state income taxes, property taxes, and sales and excise taxes. If you're not familiar with excise taxes, there are additional taxes on items like alcohol, tobacco, or gasoline. Now, we're mostly interested in comparing the highest taxed states to the lowest taxed states. However, to see whether more residents are moving in or fleeing, without further ado, here are the 10 highest taxed states. New York, at just under 12.5%. Number one, surprise, surprise. Number two, Hawaii, at 12.3%. Number three, Maine, at 11.1%. The fourth highest state, Vermont, just over 10%. Connecticut comes in at number five, at 9.8%. New Jersey, number six. Maryland, number seven just around 9.5%. Minnesota, just under Maryland at number 8, and Illinois and Iowa round out our list at 9.38% and 9.15%, respectively. Likewise, check out the 10 lowest taxed states. Coming in at number 41, Oklahoma, 7.12%. 42, Missouri, just under that at 7.11%. Then number 43, Montana, 44, South Dakota, 45, Wyoming, 46, Florida, 48, Tennessee, 6.2%, 47, New Hampshire, 6.1%, 49, Delaware at 6.12%, and at number 50 is Alaska, with a total tax burden of just 5.06%, and a lot of land. (laughs) As an additional perk for real estate investors, two of those states, Wyoming and Delaware, Top Market Watch's list of best states for forming an LLC. Interesting. Let's take a look at population growth and migration patterns now. Okay, so it's worth pausing for a moment to separate two concepts population growth and interstate migration. While inbound or outbound migration does, of course, impact a state's population, it's not the only factor. One state could have a higher birth rate or it could have more immigrants arrive from other countries. Population is easy to track through census data, despite the delay in the government actually releasing it. When we talk about migration, we only refer to U.S. residents moving from one state to another. It's harder to measure, but potentially more relevant to whether taxes impact Americans' decisions about where to live. Let's talk about population changes. Low tax states like Delaware, Florida, Tennessee, Wyoming, South Dakota, and New Hampshire all saw significant population gains. High tax states, New York, New Jersey, Hawaii, Maryland, and Illinois, all saw population declines. Hmm. That said, it's not a perfect correlation. High tax Maine, Vermont, and Connecticut also saw population growth. So, the state with the lowest tax burden, Alaska, saw no population change at all. Still, the 10 highest tax states saw their populations drop by an average of minus 0.25% over the last two years. The 10 lowest taxed states saw their populations jump 
by an average of 1.83%. Interstate migration, let's jump into that for a bit. So where did Americans move last year? Every year, United Van Lines releases a report answering that very question. The top 10 states with the most inbound migration are Vermont, Oregon, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Delaware, North Carolina, Washington, D.C., South Dakota, New Mexico, and Alabama. So let's take a look at the 10 states with the most outbound migration. New Jersey, Illinois, New York, Michigan, Wyoming, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Nebraska, Louisiana, and California. The 10 states with the most inbound moves charge an average total state tax rate of 7.9%. That excludes Washington, D.C., as WalletHub provides no tax data for D.C. Probably because it's not a state. The 10 states people are fleeing the fastest charge an average total tax burden of 8.76%. Again, there's a link, but it's not a perfect one. People keep moving to Vermont despite the high taxes and leaving Wyoming despite the low taxes. That said, the data from United Van Lines is much more limited than the actual Census Bureau population data. United Van Lines says people are leaving Wyoming in droves, but the state has seen population growth nearly 33% faster than the national average over the last two years. Take the United Van Lines study with a proverbial grain of salt. Are Americans leaving high-tax states? While I have no doubt that taxes factor into where people decide to move, certainly not the only factor. Climate, amenities, job availability, cost of living, and proximity to family all play a role as well. In other words, don't just run out and buy up tundra in Alaska just because it charges the lowest tax burden in the U.S. <laughs> but don't dismiss state tax burden as a factor either. Sure, People like the warm weather in Florida, but they also love that Florida charges no income taxes. Kind of nice. The correlation between state tax rates and population change is stark, but you have to be careful about inferring causation from correlation. To prove that tax rates cause people to move, you need a massive survey that actually asks them. Impact on Real Estate Markets the impact of taxes on population change is all well and good as an intellectual exercise, but what does this have to do with real estate? As a real estate investor, I was curious whether state tax burden had any correlation with real estate appreciation over the last few years. The population change data suggests that it would, but there's nothing like rolling up your sleeves and looking at the actual numbers, you know. So, I compared the average three-year home price appreciation using Zillow data in the 10 highest taxed states to the 10 lowest taxed states. Sure enough, there was a difference. So the average three-year appreciation in highest tax states was 33.59%. Pretty good. In the lowest 10 taxed states, the average was 40.86%. Now, I'm no policy expert, and have no intention of debating tax policies or politics. Please don't start doing that. But looking at this data, I do believe taxes are one of many factors that Americans consider when moving. These migration and population trends impact where I invest in real estate, and while taxes don't tell the whole story, they do certainly play a role in it. 
Ignore taxes, population changes, and migration patterns at your own peril as a real estate investor. Hope you enjoyed hearing that perspective. Before you go, are you interested in getting your personal finances in order? Then check out the Bigger Pockets Money Podcast, hosted by Scott Trench and Mindy Jensen. To learn how to save for big time investments and launch yourself toward the life of your dreams. I'm Tyler, and I can guarantee you, I'll be right back here tomorrow. <laughs>